Blue Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. And uh, just uh, I want to sketch out for you what's coming uh, next week. Uh, a lot going on. I spent the last week uh, in, in and around Porsches uh, reviewing a Porsche Taycan for the Detroit News. Um, I was down at Daytona checking out the new Porsche 963 that's going to be entered by uh, Porsche Penske Motorsport in the 24 Hours of Daytona uh, next year. Uh, a lot going on uh, with those programs. I encourage you to check those uh, articles out in the Detroit News. But then next week, uh, we transition into the Detroit Auto Show. Um, the public days open on uh, Saturday, uh, a week from today, Saturday, September 17th. But the media day is on Wednesday, so you'll be hearing a lot of information uh, Wednesday, September 14th. Uh, uh, some some uh, product introductions coming uh, from uh, Chrysler, from uh, from Ford, the Mustang, as we were talking about last hour. You're going to see the first seventh generation uh, Ford Mustang uh, at 8 p.m. next uh, Wednesday. Uh, Chevrolet is going to have some announcements, so. Some interesting uh, news going to be coming out of the Detroit Three, and then uh, and then transitioning into the uh, the, the big charity event, uh, a big charity event uh, uh, next Friday. That is back on one of the biggest charity events, if not the biggest charity event in the United States. Uh, so that that rhythm is back in Huntington Place next week after a hiatus of the last uh, couple of years uh, due to COVID. Uh, so the um, Detroit Auto Show getting back to normal, and then uh, the concourse to, to elegance, the, the beautiful um, uh, manicured cars that you used to see out at, uh, in Plymouth. That's going to be downtown in various places, but primarily uh, around the uh, Detroit Art Institute. Uh, where you can check out uh, some of the uh, most beautiful, most classic cars. Uh, around and then uh, uh, next Saturday and Sunday out at Holly Oak. Uh, this is about a half hour north up I-75 uh, from Detroit. Um, uh, uh, the uh, Holly Oak RV Park is going to play host to Detroit Four Fest. Uh, you can take your own vehicle out there, your own four by four. Really have fun on a tremendous off-road. Uh, um, uh, playground out there, as well as uh, witness some some really good off-roading uh, by some professionals as well. So a lot going on uh, next week, and a lot going on here for the rest of the hour. I got uh, three best of car radio tapes uh, to play for you. We're going to uh, start off with Aaron Fow, who is the uh, chief engineer for the Hummer EV. I spoke with him. He's going to give you details on that Hummer. You're starting to see those come into market. I just saw a truck full of them. Uh, going up, coming up I-75 uh, today. Uh, the second segment, we're going to talk to Dan Calhoun, Honda's uh, the, the product manager for the Honda Civic, a uh, very popular little car that's uh, out in the market now. And we'll wind up the hour talking to Tony Greco, product manager for the Ford F-150 Raptor R, the 700-horsepower beast that is coming soon uh, later this year. But uh, let's kick things off uh, with Aaron Fowl, uh, the chief engineer with the Hummer EV. All right, this is Henry Payne for 910 AM, the Superstation, out here uh, having a good day at the office. 
uh, out in uh, North Phoenix area in an off-road area testing the all-new 2022 Hummer EV joined by Aaron Fowl who's the lead development engineer for the uh, Hummer EV. Aaron, how are you? I'm very good. Absolutely great to have you here. <laughs> so a good place to be. And this is the Hummer's natural habitat. I mean, I you know, this is a $100,000 vehicle out of the chute, uh, first edition car. I know people are not going to think to, to go off-roading their $100,000 vehicle right away, but this is where you want to be. Yeah, this is absolutely uh, capable out here, right? Uh, the Hummer name, it, it uh, comes with that reputation of off-road capability and we did not want to lose that here so um, we absolutely have that capability um, but really um, on-road capability as well right so you experience it on the way to the trailhead uh, get to enjoy that capability on the on the trail and then have a nice comfortable super cruise back home when you're done so, so you talk about uh, Hummer. There's a lot of uh, heritage that goes with Hummer going back to the uh, military days. Uh, just uh, take us quickly through that decision why GMC wound up with a Hummer. I mean, you got a lot of brands that uh, could uh, would be happy to have Hummer in it. Cadillac, Buick, GMC. Why does Hummer fit GMC? Yeah, so really the it starts with the whole goal of what the Hummer EV is, and it is to very simply get people that wouldn't necessarily be excited about an EV, uh, get them thinking about an EV, get them excited about what it can do. Um, and really, when you look back at what Hummer um, was in terms of its off-road capability and kind of its presence, uh, we thought that was a perfect fit to kind of marry uh, some of that historical capability with this new architecture, new capability, um, and, and really, like I said, get people thinking about it that necessarily wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a remarkable clean sheet vehicle, and you you know you go back to the original Hummer, like you say, the the, the presence is there with this vehicle, but underneath it's totally totally different. Beginning with the Ultium uh, chassis, I believe this is the first vehicle on the Ultium. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about that from the ground up. Why a off road vehicle like this benefits from having mm -hmm. an electric uh, uh, chassis? I drive a Tesla. Tesla's great. Um, uh, you know, as a, as, a, as a daily commuter car, I love it on track because it's got uh, a low center of gravity. Some of that translates to off-road, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely does. Uh, so, you know, first and foremost, the, the Hummers of, of before, um, they looked the part and they were, you know, very capable. That's where basically the Hummer EV um, matches and then stops. Everything from here on out is completely different from what you're used to. Uh, with the older Hummers, and as, as you mentioned, uh, having the Altium propulsion system uh, allows us to package those batteries and those drive units very low in the vehicle, and, and that's enabled by us creating an all-new architecture for the battery electric truck programs. Um, that low center of gravity um, translates into a driving experience that is much more dynamic, much more agile, makes the vehicle drive much smaller than it actually is, much smaller. And, and uh, you know, I, I walked into a mall here in, in Phoenix, and there was a big poster, big black poster, said WTF on it. And it kind of <laughs> takes you back, and then you look closer, and and, uh, and you realize it's a, it's a, uh, a GMC poster, Watts for Freedom. That's sort of the signature of this vehicle. Explain to fo folks what WTF means. Yeah, so Watts to Freedom is our uh, version of a, a launch. We call it a launch experience. Um, it's more than just a launch mode. Uh, it, it is what you get 
get your zero to 60 in about three seconds with, but it is much more than that. We, we actually pump some bass through the, through the subwoofer, play some music. We have some video graphics in both of the screens. We actually convert um, one of the screens completely to give you Im important information for when you're about to launch this vehicle. Um, one of the coolest things in my mind is we actually shake the haptic seat. So as you build up this anticipation prior to this launch, your seat progressively gets more uh, pulses of vibration. And so it's all just about making it fun. Um, you know, the, the team on this program wanted to have this vehicle be fun and, and not only change, um, you know, the mindset of what a, uh, an EV could be, but you know, frankly, change the mindset of what GM is too, right? Let's just have fun with this. And um, and so, yeah, it took some effort, but yeah, we got lots of freedom approved and uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, been having a lot of fun with it uh, uh, today. It really is. It, it, it's a big toy. It's surprisingly nimble uh, given its presence, given its size. And, and uh, I, I do a lot of launch controls in, in uh, race cars, sports cars. It's fun to do it in a pickup truck. But what really strike, struck me with this car is going off road, you realize how comprehensively you guys use all-wheel steer. Mm -hmm. When you get into a Porsche, I think Porsche is probably the, the best-known brand for using uh, all-wheel steer for handling, but but uh, it, it really is an essential feature in this vehicle. Yeah, and, and honestly, the rear steer, that's my favorite feature on the program. That unlocks a number of um, really cool features and enablers. Um, so when we're talking off-road, um, we can actually tailor the, the ratio or the gain of the rear steer relative to the front. So in a, let's say on-road, a normal driving situation, we're going to have the rears turn opposite of the front where you get a really nice tight turning circle at 37 foot that matches like a, a small sedan, Chevy Sonic. Um, but at the same time, when we go into our off-road modes or especially even our terrain mode, which is really a, a low-speed kind of technical type uh, trail type driving, um, we'll actually gain up that rear to where it's faster than the front, and it really allows that rear to kind of pivot around obstacles, um, allows you to maneuver through tight trails with just small steering inputs. It's really uh, a pretty cool experience. And then... On the, you know, conversely, um, having rear steer the way we've architected it uh, unlocks the what's become a very um, popular feature, which is crab walk. And so that's where we will actually turn the rear tires in um, uh, in with the fronts as well, right? Matching those, and you can drive diagonally, which. It's fun in a parking lot uh, like we did yesterday, but um, really on the trail is where it shines as well. Um, it gives the driver that full, full flexibility um, with a button press on the console to have the rear move independent of the front um, or with the front, either way. Um, it, you find yourself in an infinite number of situations on the trail, and sometimes you want it, sometimes you don't, but we give you that flexibility as the driver, so kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and, and again, it speaks to uh, what you can do with with a with electric motors and and with a battery platform as as opposed to a standard uh, drive line. Go into that a little bit. I you know when you go off road in a Wrangler and a Bronco, which I, I love to do, but there's a procedure there. Uh, where, you, where, you, where you, you need to understand a transfer case, you need to understand how to go into uh, a low gear. Uh, this car makes that all much easier with the electric motors. Yeah, yep. So we have a three-motor system in addition one uh, Hummer EV. Uh, that's two motors in the rear, one in the front, uh, and, and we do. We can tailor how we, let's say, um, effectively couple um, fore-aft and cross-car, 
um, that torque, right? So we can move torque around as we need to. We do have uh, a full torque vectoring system, but when you are on the trail, you uh, may want to, uh, depending on the scenario, limit how much wheel slip you're getting. Um, and we, we do start with a very simple uh, off-road and, and terrain mode, um, which does give you calibration suited for two very different styles of driving, off-road mode being more think like a like a higher speed kind of desert running type uh, experience and then terrain mode being more like a low speed technical uh, rock crawl type scenario um, but then within there if you do want to use uh, lockers um, we do have them so in the rear we do have a hard switch for uh, a virtual rear locker and that's effectively taking the two rear drive units um, and more closely matching those um, wheel speeds and then we do have because it's a single motor up front we have a physical e-locker up there and so you can lock both of those and effectively mimic uh, what you would get in a traditional vehicle with dual lockers in a, in a lock T case. Yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all right here uh, in front of us we're, we're sitting in a Hummer uh, as we talk here and, and everything's buttons everything's uh, a mode I mean no no hard shifting into a transfer case uh, it's really easy uh, in this Hummer EV uh, last thing Aaron um, this is truly a super truck in terms of performance but the, the other thing I think it's cool about trucks these days is you have such a big canvas to play with that you can take advantage of the electronics on the interior of a car as well I mean I, I've been in Porsche Taycans you can do all the great acceleration and handling and all that but they don't do a whole lot with electronics you guys have really pushed the limits in terms of your electronics here working with uh, unreal engines and talk about that a little bit yeah so that that um, is really what gives us some of these incredible graphics that you see and and so when we talk about entering wants to freedom mode uh, it really get to showcase some of that capability but as we even change driver modes or enter that crab walk mode um, again you get some really interesting um, and functional graphics that that come up but then in addition to that right we can um, unlock a lot of capability here with some of the cameras that we've had so you really get like a, a seamless um, single point location to to access all kinds of vehicle information um, including yeah those 18 different camera views two of them Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. This excludes political ads. All right, this is Henry Payne for 9:10 a.m. Uh, out in Chelsea, Michigan. Uh, just went to Helen back in a Honda Civic, which is a good, good thing to do. Uh, Honda Civics are uh, uh, wonderful handling cars, and we got an all-new one uh, in the market now. We're joined by Dan Calhoun, who is the product planner for the Civic. Dan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, great to, uh, great to have you out here. In, uh, in Michigan, we're sitting in the new 2022 Honda Civic. This is the most popular model, the Sport. The car I just took to hell and back is the Touring, which goes for about $28,000. Uh, the Sport goes for about $23,000. I mean, it's amazing yes. what you can get for $23,000 these days. Yeah, it's a great car. I mean, the, the overall dynamics, the, the, the styling, the interior accoutrements, it's really, really a great car for $23,000. And, and again, it's really popular with our young buyers. It's really good as a kind of that entry into our brand. So it really, it really plays a great role for us. Uh, and, and you're different that way. I mean, we're, we're in, the, in Detroit 3 country here. Uh, the Detroit 3 have abandoned sedans entirely, uh, pretty much left the field. Uh, to you guys uh, with Honda, the Honda Civic's the best retail selling compact sedan. Talk about that strategy a little bit, why you guys are still so bullish on small sedans. Well, the key thing is, you know, one thing about the Civic, it's it's number one for first-time car buyers. It's tops with Gen Z, uh, Gen Y, um, multicultural buyers. So it's really important to get those first-time buyers in. Right now, Civic is about 25% of our, our buyers are first-time new car buyers. And and the, those first-time buyers have a tendency to gravitate to sedans. And there's just that, it's, there's a more youthful, a more fun-to-drive aspect to it. I mean, CUVs are great, but when it really comes to having fun and enjoying what a car can give you or a vehicle can give you, the car is really what it's all about. And Civic really, it provides a great 
stylish kind of uh, car for those kids to drive, but it's also really good from the, the dy dynamics. It's really, really a fun car to drive, and it's very economical and fuel efficient. Yeah, it is, but you, you do have a, a small uh, subcompact SUV in the market, the HRV. It's very good, sells very well. So it's interesting you say that first-time buyers are still attracted to the Civic. I mean, how, how do the buyers between Civic and HRV uh, tend to differ? There's a little bit of difference. I think the, the key thing with the HRV, they, they need maybe a little bit more um, versatility and function. So they're maybe starting to think about a family or they've got a job where they like to put things in the back. Um, some people just like to sit up higher when they drive. And whereas a car, again, you get a little bit more, a little better dynamic performance. It's a little, a little more sporty attributes to it. So they're both affordable in that respect, but you get, again, that that more um, more into the style and the driving dynamics and on the HRV side a little bit more of the functionality and the versatility so I mean even though the HRV is a, a nicely styled car there's just a little bit more of that is the purchase reason behind the, the Civic yeah it's interesting uh, yeah my, my kids are car guys so they they're attracted to the Civic but uh, there's the, the HRV option there as well uh, if they want it so uh, I, I was blown away by the 2016 Civic the last gen which was ninth generation this one's the tenth no the last was tenth this is eleventh okay this is <laughs> so the last one was tenth and uh, and when I review it I always refer to it as King Civic because uh, I think uh, everything in the segment benchmark benchmarks the Civic. Not only in the number of trims that you guys offer, you go from the base Civic up to this incredible track monster called the Type R, but also interior room, uh, cha chassis stiffness. Uh, I think you guys are really the benchmark for this the, for the segment. So, how do you improve on the tenth generation Civic? Well, I think we go back to the team, we kind of take a look and say, okay, what are the things that Civic's been representative over the years? So when you look back, it's always been about driving dynamics, safety, uh, the economical aspect of it, of course, and then that overall kind of style and from the exterior standpoint. But then on the interior, it's always been about very, very simple, very easy to use, um, great visibility. So it's, it's kind of an overall package of, of just providing kind of that best overall experience for the customer. The, as, as I get into compact sedans these days, there's very good competition in this segment, the Hyundai Elantra, uh, for example. I'm, I'm really struck by how much the gap between luxury and mainstream is narrowing. And you see it in this car. Um, you've got standard adaptive cruise control. You have uh, a, a, a horizontal uh, uh, dash here that would not be out of place on a luxury car, uh, you know, maybe two generations ago. Uh, do, are you guys aware of, of how much style electronics are narrowing between these two uh, mainstream luxury classes? <laughs> yeah, we are. It's really, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher, really, when you think about, kind of to your point, the level of feature content, um, the overall size, the, the comfort, the things that are they're in the compact car market. And, and I think the beauty about Civic is we've always been kind of that leader. We've been a leader in interior packaging, um, interior, the materials, the quality. Um, I'm actually was really blown away working with the team to the level that we've taken this car from some of the interior craftsmanship and quality. Um, just for, again for that to your point to that compact segment so it's really uh, we're really raising the bar on this car 
Yeah, I mean, this thing has real style to it. I, I think uh, folks who've come into compact cars in the last 20 years, they just figure, you know, compact's a, a starter beater. But uh, this this honeycomb uh, dash is, is really a style signature for this car. Overall, though, much more understated car than the last generation. Last generation had these boomerang rear, rear, rear taillights, uh, very racy-looking uh, car. You've, you've dialed it back. This time uh, seems much more akin to the Accord than to the last generation Civic. There's a, there's a little bit of family resemblance there, but actually what we did is we went back to kind of look back at all the the Civics and kind of picked up on all the timeless values, design values that we've had in the past. I, I mean, to your point, when we came out with the 10th gen, we had this pretty radical kind of a different change. But we've also started to say as we come off the new one, we've seen some of our competitors start to move in that direction. So the whole idea was okay. We, let's improve upon the 10th generation. What do we do to make it you know, even better? And so we went back and they looked at a lot of the design elements where it's that thin and light and low and wide. So I look at this car as actually being more of a little bit more athletic looking than the previous car. The other 10th gen was maybe a little bit more playful in its design. So this one's just, again, taking that, those timeless values and just kind of applied them to today's kind of standards. And uh, I think it's really a timeless, timeless design. And, and then, of course, we've really approved the dynamics, steering, the handling, the NVH. So I think we've made dramatic improvements in the car. Yeah, it's, it, it, I think it, it really will age well, as, as, as conservative styles uh, tend to do. Um, I, I love what you guys uh, do at Honda in general and ergonomics. Uh, you got you got magic seats. Um, you, you have uh, 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 these uh, big sunken consoles in the in the Honda minivan. Uh, you guys have done a lot uh, a lot of things differently here in this console compared to the last generation. Uh, talk about that evolution a little bit. Well, a lot of it is just to we want to make the car. Even though the size is the same, we wanted to kind of give it a more spacious kind of overall feel. So we've really made the things, things kind of plain and simple. The ergonomics are phenomenal. Everything's at your fingertips. We actually adjusted the shift knob where it goes in relationship to the cup holders. So you aren't bumping your cup holders when you're touch, going to the shift knob or when you're using your HVAC. Um, so just little details like that really make a big difference. As far as the overall space, it's pretty consistent with the current car so you can fit, you know, it's very expansive, so you have plenty of room to store, you know, your your things that you have with you. So, the uh, one of the ergonomic uh, areas you guys have been dinged on was the um, was the touchscreen, uh, and and you guys have made uh, some adjustments there, uh, going back to the Honda CRV that had no knobs on the touchscreen. Uh, are, are you guys constantly getting feedback from customers? I know media people, we're, you know, by our nature, we bellyache. But uh, do, do you constantly get feedback from customers about touch points like that? Uh, we get feedback on everything, and we pay close attention to surveys and, and the kind of things that we get from our customers. We go out and we, we actually visit customers at homes. We have focus groups. So one of the things you mentioned, like on a button, and, and one of the things on our when we launched the 10th gen, we didn't have a volume button. Hmm. But when we did our MMC, that's one of the things we heard, and we added that volume button at that time. So again, MMC is mid-cycle refresh. Uh, mid-cycle, I'm sorry, mid-cycle refresh, yes. So we do listen, um, and again, it, the connectivity is always an issue, I think, with a lot of manufacturers, and we're always continuing to improve on this vehicle. It's the buttons are easier to push. It's a it's a more clear screen. There's 
um, shorter steps to get to where you're going. It's quicker processing. So we're constantly, you know, improving um, in, in that area. And of course, we listen to our customers and find out what their needs are, what their wants, or if they have any issues, and then we respond accordingly. Yeah, I mean, beyond the obvious uh, advances in, in electronics uh, that you see from one generation to the next in, in, in Hondas and other compacts these days, this car, if you go back a few generations, is the size of an Accord. I, I, I owned a 1992 Accord. I think this is bigger uh, than, than that car is. Uh, and yet, when we drive this thing, uh, in anger on nice roads like hell. It, it is a fabulous handling car. How, how are you able to, to keep this car so nimble even as it grows? Uh, that's, you know, Honda's an engineering company, so the, the, the team really focuses on that. So the things of just increasing, um, you know, the uh, uh, just going in and, and, and doing lighter weight, you know, materials, um, doing bonding materials. Um, adjusting the suspensions, um, everything they do is really contributes to the overall driving dynamics of the car. So there's a, that's just a focus of, of what Honda does. Yeah. Um, uh, some some trends uh, in this segment. Uh, some of your competitors are coming in with all-wheel drive. Um, uh, talk about your all's decision to to stick with front-wheel drive uh, with the eleventh gen. Uh, well, we we're like twenty-five percent. 25 to 30 percent of the market and we sell well with the front wheel drive we've never really had a need to do an all-wheel drive we have our again that's where hre comes in if someone needs an all-wheel drive they can go to that so it's just something that we just really haven't had a strong demand from our customers we've done very very well with the front wheel drive and we stick with that equation yeah um, th this is an enthusiast brand you get a lot of folks who buy civics uh, not just because they're affordable but because they're fun you guys still offer a manual transmission um, we will not offer it on the four-door, but stay tuned for some future iterations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some more fun stuff uh, uh, coming down the line. Um, I, I find this sized car so pleasing these days. Uh, I'm six foot five. You're a big guy too. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go it alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com.
The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. to maneuver through tight trails with just small steering inputs. It's really uh, a pretty cool experience. And then... Um, you know, conversely, um, having rear steer the way we've architected it uh, unlocks the what's become a very um, popular feature, which is crab walk. And so that's where we will actually turn the rear tires in um, uh, in with the fronts as well, right? Matching those, and you can drive diagonally, which is fun in a parking lot uh, like we did yesterday. But um, really, on the trail is where it shines as well. Um, it gives the driver that full, full flexibility um, with a button press on the console to have the rear move independent of the front um, or with the front, either way. Um, it, you find yourself in an infinite number of situations on the trail, and sometimes you want it, sometimes you don't, but we give you that flexibility as the driver, so kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and, and again, it speaks to uh, what you can do with with a with electric motors and, and with a battery platform as, as opposed to a standard uh, driveline. Go into that a little bit. I, you know, when you go off-road in a Wrangler and a Bronco, which I, I love to do, but there's a procedure there. Uh, where, you, where, you, where you, you need to understand a transfer case, you need to understand how to go into uh, a low gear. Uh, this car makes that all much easier with the electric motors. Yeah, yep. So we have a three-motor system in addition one uh, Hummer EV. Uh, that's two motors in the rear, one in the front, uh, and, and we do. We can tailor how we, let's say, um, effectively couple um, fore, aft, and cross car, um, that torque, right? So we can move torque around as we need to. We do have uh, a full torque vectoring system, but when you are on the trail, you uh, may want to, uh, depending on the scenario, limit how much wheel slip you're getting. Um, and we we do start with a very simple uh, off-road and, and terrain mode, um, which does give you calibration suited for two very different styles of driving, off-road mode being more think like a like a higher speed kind of desert running type uh, experience and then terrain mode being more like a low speed technical uh, rock crawl type scenario um, but then within there if you do want to use uh, lockers 
um, we do have them. So in the rear, we do have a hard switch for uh, a virtual rear locker, and that's effectively taking the two rear drive units um, and more closely matching those um, wheel speeds. And then we do have, because it's a single motor up front, we have a physical e-locker up there, and so you can lock both of those and effectively mimic uh, what you would get in a traditional vehicle with dual lockers in a, in a lock T case. Yeah, and it's all, it's all right here uh, in front of us. We're, we're sitting in a Hummer uh, as we talk here, and, and everything's buttons, everything's uh, a mode. I mean, no, no uh, hard shifting into a transfer case. Uh, it's really easy. Uh, in this Hummer EV. Uh, last thing, Aaron, um, this is truly a super truck in terms of performance, but the, the other thing I think it's cool about trucks these days is you have such a big canvas to play with that you can take advantage of the electronics on the interior of a car as well. I mean, I, I've, I've been in Porsche Taycans. You can do all the great acceleration and handling and all that, but they don't do a whole lot with electronics. You guys have really pushed the limits in terms of your electronics here, working with uh, Unreal engines and Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so that that um, is really what gives us some of these incredible graphics that you see. And, and so when we talk about entering wants to freedom mode, uh, you really get to showcase some of that capability. But as we even change driver modes or enter that crab walk mode, um, again, you get some really interesting um, and functional graphics that, that come up. But then in addition to that, right, we can... Um, unlock a lot of capability here with some of the cameras that we've had so you really get like a, a seamless um, single point location to to access all kinds of vehicle information um, including yeah those 18 different camera views two of them being underbody cameras all kinds of off-road information we have a off-road widget that um, allows you to see you know suspension articulation um, both front and rear uh, tire angles uh, your steering angles um, uh, tire pressures, you name it, a compass, altimeter. Uh, it's got all kinds of really helpful information when you're either uh, off-roading or overlanding. Yeah, yeah, it's really great, really a, a comprehensive toy. Uh, I think the original Hummer went from Hummer 1 to 2 to 3, so hopefully we'll get more variants. Uh, one of these days, uh, a great start. Aaron Fowl, lead development engineer for the GMC Hummer. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate having you. All right, this is Henry. All right, this is Henry. For 910 AM right, Superstation, out here uh, having a good day at the office. Uh, All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM Radio out at the Ford Proving Grounds. And uh, got a pretty awesome uh, vehicle for you here today. Uh, sitting down with Tony Greco, who is the program manager for the Ford F-150 Raptor R. Tony, uh, pretty exciting to see this beast. Yeah, we're pretty excited to... Um to uh, reveal it. Uh, it's uh, been a few years in the making, and we're super excited to finally get this thing into production. Uh, everyone knows the legend of Raptor. I mean, this is the first super truck. Uh, you guys established the segment. Uh, but there's always been these whispers from guys uh, since the Generation 2 model came out, and they missed their first-gen V8. A lot of guys... Uh, held on to their Gen 1s, didn't go Gen 2, didn't want a Turbo 6. They want a V8. Uh, there got to be a lot of happy uh, Gen 1 owners to see this thing coming out. Um, yeah, so uh, I've been uh, been doing uh, interviews uh, all day, and I kind of have said, you know, customers, some customers have been very subtle about asking us about when a V8 would come back, and some have been very blunt about it. 
Um, and, you know, when we migrated away from the uh, V8 engines in the Gen 1 and we went to the EcoBoost in Gen 2, that was really a, 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 a good decision because while it wasn't a V8, it was a very capable V6 with a lot more horsepower and torque than we were leaving the two uh, five, four, six, two V8s behind in Gen 1. So it was the right decision at the time. You know, that said, we've always had customers that have always asked. Um, and we've made a very capable truck, both in Gen 2 and in Gen 3 with the V6. It's a well-balanced truck. But this, this Raptor R really speaks to that small number of customers that are looking for the ultimate performance off-road. Um, and this this Raptor R, um, you know, it, it's it's come to be over the last couple of years. We've put it on a fantastic chassis that we developed, um, you know, and launched last year in the Gen 3. And we're super excited about what this uh, what this Raptor R can do off road. Yeah. Well, and, and and you got other competitors coming in, right? I mean, people figured out this is a viable segment. And if you got a hundred grand to spend, you're going to spend it on a Lamborghini. You're going to spend it on a on a truck that has so much more bandwidth uh, that can carry, you know, uh, four big size people can tow all of that. So you've had other competitors that come into the segment. Is there is there a feeling too that with the R you you kind of taken the segment to another level? Well. I... I guess in in a way, right? It's you know you, you look at it and the segment is growing. Um, there's a there seems to be a, a shift in the in the industry to go more towards the off road. Um, you know when when you see competitors come into the space, a space that I think we we played a big role in establishing over a decade ago. Um, you know makes us feel you know quite good about the fact that you know we. Uh, we helped create that space. We we were kind of the the first to kind of establish it. But in the end, right, it's also very much about Raptor. Um, estab- you know, the brand is pretty well established now. The expectation from the customer is pretty well understood. Um, and just getting better and learning and listening um, are all the things that kind of make Raptor what it is. And, you know, this is, and I, and I talked about it today, is that, like, the Raptor R is just the, you know, the current spot where we are in the journey. But honestly, the journey started over a decade ago. The, 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 the competitive landscape will continue to grow, I'm assuming. Um, but we, we focus on us. We focus on the things that we have from day one, winning in, in, in the dirt. That's where we want to win. Um, and, and the Raptor R will, will go a long way in, in showing what, what a, a truck that has a, a well-designed suspension, well-designed chassis, coupled with lots and lots and lots of power and how fun that product can really be. So at the core of this thing is the 5.2 supercharged engine, uh, an engine we know well from the GT500, which is the uh, premier Mustang, arguably the first Mustang supercar. Um, talk about putting that into a truck, uh, how you how, how uh, that's different than the Mustang and what you had to do to the truck uh, uh, to accommodate this big 700-horsepower uh, V8. Yeah, so you know that that Shelby um, that you that you speak of that you reference, you know, gets developed in the same building that we all kind of sit in, and and so we've it's a well understood uh, 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 engine. It's uh, um, we know it's immensely popular. The Shelby is a, a super super cool uh, vehicle. 
Um, and again, we we felt like there was a right time to put the 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 five two in the Raptor. That time was now because we had to make sure that. Um, we had a world-class chassis in place, and we did that in the Gen 3. So last year when we launched the Gen 3, you know, um, with the, 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 the coil rear suspension, with the advanced shocks, with, you know, more wheel travel, it, it was time then to accommodate the power that came with that. Uh, the engine that the Shelby was using. Once we actually got down to business and, and making it work in the, you know, in the Raptor environment, you know, you you look at the basic things of you know making something that is currently working in a two-door coupe work in a, you know, four-by-four off-road vehicle. And I think there's a lot that comes with that, including making sure that, you know, your air intake system is correct and you're making sure your exhaust system is correct and it's, you know, all designed to breathe and give the engine an opportunity to really perform. Um, and all that was, was, was you know, uh, undertaken by very skilled uh, engineers at Ford, and I'm super proud of what we're, what we're, uh, what we're revealing here. I'm, I'm uh, impressed by the weight. I mean, you, you guys have been uh, uh, really obsessive about weight uh, with this generation of F-150. The Raptors has uh, benefited from that. This is uh, approximately a 6,000-pound truck. You're only adding 100 pounds uh, with the addition of this V8 engine. Yeah, so we, we've... You know, we we understand uh, power to weight is still a really, really big deal. Um, and, you know, what's not being talked about, you know, today is... Nine to Neo Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at jamie at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. Choose Healthy Life presents Hope and Healing for today's Black Health Crisis. Featuring Erica Alexander, Reverend Horace Sheffield III, Reverend Dr. Calvin Butts, Deborah Frazier Howes, Dr. Reed Tuxin, Reverend Dr. Hugh English of HHS Office of Faith-Based Partnerships. Doctors in the Black Church unite to discuss obesity, high blood pressure, and suicide prevention in the black community. Hope and healing for today's Black Health Crisis airs September 21st, 8.30 p.m. 
Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy when I grow up, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me... I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. <laughs> the oldest, the strongest, 50,000 watts, only urban talk radio station in town. WFDF. 19 a.m. superstations line up like no other. Sports, law, history rights, and justice. The car guru, movies, infotainment, information, and news. Political matters, business, issues within communities, real life justice for the people. My man Gunner. <laughs> we play chess, not checkers. Hear WFDF 910 AM Superstation live on the 910 AM Facebook page, the iHeartRadio app. Also, listen in real time and see the lineup schedule on our website, 910amsuperstation.com. Or our free download, 910 AM app, which is compatible with any Android or Apple operating system. Join in the conversation at 313-778-7600. We out. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. is maybe the the benefit that we got you know five or six years ago when you know the platform migrated to an aluminum uh, aluminum body that that weight save still translates to uh, fantastic power to weight um, today when you bring all this power and you don't add that much weight so um, the design of the um, of the 52 uh, even in the Shelby right is very efficient is very weight efficient. And then when you bring it into a, a, you know, into an environment that already is pretty uh, lean, with the, you know, the the aluminum body, right? It makes for what I'm referring to. Uh, it makes for a uh, nimble monster, if you will. You're going to have a lot of power, and the truck just feels feels nimble. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, you look at the uh, at the at the standard R. The I mean, the standard Raptor. I guess the base uh, F-150 Raptor. We have to talk about it now, but that has an option of 37 uh, tires. You got 37s on this. You still have the uh, uh, the Fox shock the setup. But otherwise, uh, pretty much uh, stays with the Raptor formula. Yeah, again, right, it's really that 37-inch configuration on the base Raptor, if we're calling it that, um, that, that that's kind of the start point for developing the Raptor R, because then it, that, if you have that configuration, um, that's where we kind of stack the motor, right? Make the changes to the to the air intake. Make the changes to the to the exhaust. You know, evaluate the drive line to ensure that you know the truck can handle the power, and, and you know you're off and running. That's that's effectively the the, the recipe for a Raptor R. Yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting is uh, uh, you walk up to this truck and it's not obviously different than a uh, than a standard F-150 uh, Raptor. That was uh, uh, on purpose on on your part. I mean, you, you could have made this thing uh, uh, crazy looking. You, you you chose to keep it kind of stealthy. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, just to, again um, trying to have uh, some differentiation, but not over the top differentiation because that's not what this is about right this the the raptor r is about again those those select customers that really value um that extra power and really want the very very best raptor the very best capability that they can get out of a raptor and it's about that and and if you already have a really good uh eco boost version on 37s then it's all about what's under the hood 
right? And so that's effectively what Raptor R is. Um, and so when you get into a situation where you, you, you know, have a, a debate about do we want to make it uh, exceptionally different and do you want to have over-the-top styling, and it doesn't need that. It, it's all about let's, let's get out in the dirt, let's see how this thing does, right? You have the power, you have a, a, a wonderful chassis, and that's what it's about. So we've chosen to give it a subtle uh, differences. Um, we, we, you know, we, we accentuate the R in Raptor to make it a Raptor R because that's what it is. Um, and we've chosen to kind of just give it a power dome vent on the hood because there's something special under the hood. It's a menacing-looking thing. Uh, uh, you'll know it by the uh, small code orange R and, and tow hook accents uh, when you see this thing uh, come out this fall. You won't see it for long because it'll be by in a hurry. Tony Greco, product uh, uh, manager for the Raptor line, F-150 line. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. 
or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. This excludes political ads. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be.